Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it to a Friday. Happy Cinco de Mayo. It's a meat Friday at that. And yes, Tyler is working the grills. Flat top skirt steak fajitas, chicken fajitas, chips and guac, and margaritas. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. 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 Of course, we won't have any of this until after the show. And our recipes are always available on the newsletter. Every Friday, Meat Friday, available. And make sure you sign up for the newsletter. It doesn't cost anything. We recap everything that happened on the show in case you missed it. And even if you didn't miss it, it's nice, nice to have a little refresher there. And that's available at danpatrick.com. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, only one place to collect them all. Panini trading cards. They got memorabilia cards, rare inserts. Autograph card, starter, continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Play of the day, poll question, stat of the day, all to that forthcoming. Boy, who thought that Anthony Davis would come back to earth? Everybody. No, no. No, No, maybe I could have asked it this way. Who thought that Anthony Davis was going to have another great game? Nobody. Nobody. And this isn't personal. I don't know Anthony Davis. I think he's been on a couple of times. I'm just looking at what the facts are. And I'm watching the game. There's certain players that you need to get going. I remember when Magic took over and was the leader of the Lakers, but Kareem was still there. Magic made it a point to get Kareem involved early. Therefore, he's involved on both ends of the floor. 
Anthony Davis is a guy you have to get involved in the game early. And we saw that in game one. And then he went off, 30 and 23. But then you're watching last night, and it, there are times there was a three-minute stretch where I didn't know he was on the floor. That can't happen. And okay, even if he does play well, Golden State was going to win that game last night. They won by 27. But there was a period where I think the Lakers were down six. And the start of the third quarter, and then all of a sudden, if you got up to get a beer and came back, they were up by 18. And, you know, Clay Thompson's another player. You have to get him going. You get him going early, look out. But if you don't get into the flow, there's certain players, if they don't get into the flow, they never get into the flow. And Clay is one of those players. Anthony Davis is one of those players. But make no mistake about it, Golden State responded like you would expect a defending champ to do so. Here's LeBron last night. You know, we knew they were going to do that. That's what the championship team does. They held serve on their home court tonight. And we got to obviously see the adjustments they make. We got to make our adjustments and coming into game three. Yeah, and here's the other thing. When you're down maybe eight, ten points with Golden State, then you start shooting more threes, and then you're dead. Because you're never going to match them in proficiency at shooting threes. Draymond Green was wonderful last night. Played great defense and uh, nearly had a triple-double. That's the Draymond Green from about four years ago. But wonderful passer, best passer on the team, even though Steph had 12 assists last night. But that's the difference. When it's all working for Golden State, you're not going to beat him. The question is, can you limit Draymond? Can you limit Klay Thompson? Klay Thompson was great last night. Had 30. And Steph, I think, realized that early. It's like, okay, you know what? I might take the night off shooting. I'm going to rest my arm. I'm going to pass a little bit here. I'll give you 20. We're good. But uh, here is Draymond Green talking about what the key was last night. We play with more force. Uh, we play with more force on both sides of the ball. Uh, the ball didn't stick. Um, we we moved the ball and got everybody involved in the offense, and that was that was big for us. You know, when we're moving the ball like that, everybody's involved. It makes us a lot tougher to guard. It does, and you saw that last night. If Draymond's passing like that, Steph's passing like that, the ball movement there, and I thought that they they made the Lakers work. They picked up the tempo a little bit there, and it felt like the Warriors were going at a different speed. They've made 42 three-pointers in the series so far through two games. That breaks the record set by the Cavaliers in 2016 in the semis against Atlanta. But uh, Clay went for 30, and he's now had six postseason games where he's had at least eight three-pointers. That's the most in NBA history. Paulie comes in and he goes, who's Jermichael Green? Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green. I said, I think Golden State just kind of picked him up during the season. or It was like, uh, oh, okay, they got him. He plays about 12 minutes a game during the regular season. Last night, he looked like Ray Allen. They spotted him up in the corner. Like, you know, one of the announcers goes, you know what? You got to get it right back to Jermichael. I'm like, who's Jermichael Green? He's, Do bounced. you have his bio there? Yeah, he, he, he's been in the league like 10, 11 years. He... he he played for Detroit. He played uh, the Clippers, Denver, Memphis for like four years. Yeah. Got a lot of run in Memphis, but then he kind of cooled off and 
There he is. The Warriors find these guys. Yeah. Spot up. Yeah. Well, when you don't have to be the star and you have two or three other guys who can be the star, all you got to do is know what your role is. And they uh, certainly provided that last night. Milwaukee Bucks fired Mike Budenholzer. And this is a couple of years after winning the championship. And this has happened. Frank Vogel with the Lakers, Nick Nurse with Toronto, Budenholzer now. Steve Kerr is the only guy in the last four years who's won a title and kept his job. But I think if you're in Milwaukee, I don't think you're shocked at this. Nationally, you're going, man, he won a title a couple of years ago. And you start to look at what happened when you don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple of times with the player I think is the best in the sport. So, you know, Budenholzer finished first in the Eastern Conference in three of uh, three seasons. But it didn't translate into the postseason. They bowed out of the postseason, Eastern semis twice, blew a 2-0 series lead against the Raptors. Also, his, uh, I guess, coaching philosophy or moves against the Miami Heat left some people baffled a little bit. I think he had the GM on his side. I think the owner kind of moved in and said, we're going to move on here. And I thought that his job was in jeopardy the year that they won the title because I thought that he might not make it through after that season was over, and then they ended up winning the title. And people in Milwaukee were complaining about him, even after he won the title. Like, we won in spite of him. But I think you're looking at league-wise, where coaches and even some players were like, wow, you win the chip, and then you get fired a couple of years later? Yeah, this is a heartless business. Yeah, Paulie. It's got to be the weirdest thing to be fired, but then know in about three or four years you're going to be brought back to be put in some type of ring of honor or mm. Mike Budenholzer night because he did win a title. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If oh, no, he's getting it. I don't know if there'll be a Mike Budenholzer night. Oh, I guarantee because they were going crazy about Carmelo Anthony at the Knicks game the other day. He didn't win anything. Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, but but he played. Mike yes. Budenholzer was just a coach. It's going to be Mike Budenholzer. Three years from now, we'll keep an eye out for Mike Budenholzer. The night. Mike Budenholzer bobblehead night. Yes, but like Nick Nurse, he still is a, he walks on water in Toronto for that one year he gave them. You know, Joe Madden in Chicago got fired by the Cubs. Joe Madden will never pay for a beer in Chicago. But he's, you know, he's walks on water in Chicago and for some reason they fired him. Nick Nurse might take over for Mike Budenholzer in Milwaukee. Yes, Marv. When Budenholzer is an assistant coach somewhere else or a head coach somewhere else, he'll get a video tribute. When he goes back to Milwaukee. Oh, the video tribute. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's him going, like, just pointing at somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 good job. No, he's, <laughs> no, he's got his arm around Giannis. They're going to, yeah. How about the great moments here? Let's let's look at the great coaching moments here. Yes, Seaton. I'm just trying to figure out the that sliding scale of winning because of a coach versus losing because of a coach. Yeah. Because it's very rare that it's like, man, he really coached us to this championship. You'd almost never hear that. I, I think it's it's almost like a universal thought or opinion that he could get out coached in the postseason. The articles that I read, it's like often out coached, had mind boggling moves, didn't make adjustments there. It's it's almost like um, you had Giannis, you won a championship. Well, if Chris Middleton doesn't get hurt, do they win another championship? I mean, is that enough insurance there, insulation where you go, eh, I can't fire him now? But he won one, and it's almost like he accidentally won a championship there. 
Yes, Eden. But if you're a good coach, it's like, well, yeah, the chances are you have a great lineup. And it's like, uh, of course, who couldn't coach the Warriors yeah. right now to a ring? <laughs> That's true. When Durant was there. I mean, I mean, who could? It's like it was harder to lose than it was to win. <laughs> yes, Paul. You know, what I love if you look back at all these coaches who won like, like Nick Nurse wins coach of the year, gets a big extension, gets fired. You know, go back to like Gene Chiswick at Auburn. What was it? Like 2010? The undefeated Cam Newton win the national title. Huge extension. Two yeah. years later, he's out of a job. But they had to pay him. They all get paid. Yeah. But Budenholzer was there, what, five or six years? German for first-round exit, by the way. Budenholzer. Oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can translate for you. Well, it didn't help losing to the Heat. But then you had Giannis, who was injured, uh, going into, or, you know, hurt his back. Do you call Giannis? I'm going to guess the owner calls Giannis just to say, hey, I just want to let you know uh, we're going we're gonna to fire coach. Now, I don't know. Now, does Mike Budenholzer view this as a failure if you uh, get fired? Giannis, was this season a failure for a coach? <laughs> uh, coach Budenholzer, was this a failure this season? Yes, Paul. If you're the on- owner and you call Giannis, are you alerting him that you're firing Budenholzer or discussing it? Because if you're discussing it, he can veto. Ooh. Oh, I don't think you're discussing. Right, you're alerting. Yes, yes. But if the GM calls and says, look, I'm not on board with this, but the owner wants to move in a different direction here, just letting you know. Because that way, hey, there's nothing I can do. I'm the GM, but the owner doesn't want to keep him here. Yes, Tom? you got to handle these things sensitively because if he starts to Greek freak out, then it's going to be a whole mess. Okay. How do you move on from that? Uh, Freak out. All right. 12 minutes in. By the way, by the way. By the way, what? Todd <laughs> brought dessert today for Cinco de Mayo. You know, no. I don't. I keep that wallet close to the vest, so that's kind of a big deal. He, he, he said to me today, earlier this morning, he goes, come here. And he said it like in a weird voice, like, come here. Weirder than the one he just used? Yes. He, <laughs> he goes, come here. I was I wanna, excited. I, I wanted to show you something. I want to show you something. And I go, you got I, very I, uncomfortable. I said, no, I'm not. No, That's I'm not going to fall for that. I'm not going to fall for that again. <laughs> come here. You did fall for it once. I want to show you something. Look, I sat in gum. Yes. <laughs> and I go back. So we have two different refrigerators here. One for the backroom guys and one that we have. And Todd goes, come here. I want to show you something. And he opens up the freezer. And describe what you showed me, Todd. There are four boxes of different types of chip witches. Seton and I were all excited talking yeah. dessert recently. <laughs> and Seton said one of the greatest inventions ever was the chip witch. Yeah. So there is a four boxes of three, which should cover all of us. And I also got something special for the big German, special salted caramel pops. But these chip witches are birthday cake, cookies and cream. Um, then there's just the regular vanilla with the chocolate chips in it. And then there's like a, a fourth flavor. So four different types of chip, which is for a little dessert after our... Uh, so our we lunch. have steak fajitas, chicken fajitas, chips and guac, margaritas, and chip witch cookies. Mint chocolate chip was the fourth flavor of the four Who chip has chips. a traditional uh, Cinco yeah. de Mayo. Yeah, of course. It, famous for having that. <laughs> chip witches on Cinco de Mayo. I believe Mexico celebrated with chip uh, witches yeah. after their victory over... Uh, chip French. witches de Mayo. Chip Cortez. De Mayo. Yes. Chip witch guy. Yes. 
Uh, we've been doing this for a while, Dan. I think there's been more moon landings than times Todd's brought in food for the crew. What uh, what inspired this? I don't know. I just felt Cinco de Mayo and it comes out on a Friday. I was just in good spirits. My son's coming home from school. I'm just, okay. my daughter's dance recitals this week. I've just been an extra happy lately. And I'm like, you know what? Let's uh, let's do a nice Cinco de Mayo little dessert on top of all the yummy food that Tyler's making. Well, thank you, Todd. Well, I appreciate that. It'll be fun. Celtic 76ers coming up tonight. The Nuggets and the Suns. We'll uh, talk a little bit more about the Warriors, the Bucks firing Mike Budenholzer. Alabama needs a new baseball coach. They fired their coach. We'll talk about that, the gambling controversy. Panthers up 2-0 on my Maple Leafs. Stars in Kraken tied at one game apiece. We'll take a break. We're just getting started on this Friday. Phone calls always welcome. Tyler standing by, 877-3DP-SHOW. Say good morning to our radio affiliates. Also, Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app if you haven't done so. You can watch the program for free. We'll take a break. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The original light beer, 1975, Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. 
We'll come up with a poll question here. We have a multitude of poll questions. Who has a problem with this song? Seton? You don't like the spin doctors. <laughs> I'm I'm not a spin doctor fan. Okay. Though. What about the gin blossoms? <laughs> yeah, gin blossoms are awesome. Aren't they the same? What? Spin doctors? How dare you? <laughs> how about how dare you, sir? How about Toad the Wet Sprocket? Uh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Todd looks like he's enjoying it. <laughs> 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 Seton hates it even more. Oh, definitely. That actually made me like it a little more. <laughs> I love when Todd breaks out of those random. Can you can you name another Spin Doctors Ooh, song oh. hit? There was that other one. Yeah. What was you know it? who actually I think are the same band? Uh, Spin Doctors and Blues Traveler are always like the exact same okay. band to me. All right. All right. Yes, Marv. I think the song is Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Oh, okay. That's bloop, a good one, actually. Bloop, bloop. Oh, God. Thank you, It's a Friday. <laughs> Friday, Fritzy. With he, chip witches. With chip witches. Good times. Good yeah. times for all. Yeah. <laughs> Todd's got some poll questions, too. Why don't you do the uh, honors there, Todd? Go, oh. out. No, no, no. We're, hey, they're actually, all not po- in. they're actually not poll questions. I'm all in on, oh. The Are rotation you? preguntas. Votacion preguntas, if we're going to get it right on Cinco de Mayo. So these are the following votacion preguntas. How are you spending Cinco de Mayo? Going out for a nice meal with family and friends? Hosting or attending a party? Sure. I will do so responsibly, but plan to drink heavily. It's just another Friday. Alas, I have no plans at all. Okay. Which sounds like you. That is definitely my point. Okay. What else do you have? line NBC for me. Okay. Generally, wagering on one's team if you're the coach is... Frowned upon, illegal, and not wise, or a safe bet. Alabama fired Brad Bohannon for alleged betting. Okay, what else do you have? This buds for whom? You, your partner, close friend, colleague, a parent, Mike, the fired Bucks coach. What is going on this today? This buds for you, because drinking and everything, so this too buds soon. for you. Yeah, Too soon. Too it's soon. It's insensitive is what it is. Yeah, that Alabama betting story is wild. Coach got fired, and bets were placed in Ohio. I believe at the ballpark, the Reds ballpark. I don't know how many people, how much action you normally take on Alabama baseball to lose against LSU, but they they pulled the game off the board. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, the Ohio Casino Control Commission flagged a couple bets that were you know people bet on LSU to beat the Alabama team, and they have surveillance tape apparently from the guy who made the bets in person and supposedly on the phone at the time with the head coach of Alabama baseball. Probably letting him know, I'm not starting this person or sitting these guys, and he's been fired. Well, I think there was a pitcher who was slated to start and then told that he's not starting, and that drew a little bit of suspicion. Yes, Todd? The administrator's hands were tied. They had to get rid of him. Crimson tied. Their hands were tied. They had to get rid of the coach. I have one more uh, (laughs) votacion pregunta. Okay. You'll humor me. Where will you be for the Kentucky Derby tomorrow? I'm, I, I'm in the middle of the Alabama oh, story. I thought, you were, I thought you put a little bow on that. No, no, there was no bow okay. on it. That is for you to decide when we're done talking about the Alabama story. Okay, hold on. Yeah, we'll wait. Wait for that. But the coach gets fired, and uh, I guess there were a couple of bets. This is why, now you're going to probably hear this today. Oh, this is why you, you don't have legalized gambling. And I go, no, this is why you do have legalized gambling, because they flag it. This is their business. If they see 
there's, you know, some kind of discrepancy there, then they're going to flag it. And that's what happened here. I don't know how much money is bet on Alabama baseball normally, but the fact that the bets, and this is what you do. The uh, gangster, Henry Hill, who was, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the leaders of the Boston College point shaving scandal years, decades ago, he said, you spread out your bets. You know, you might put a bet in Philadelphia. You might put one in New York. You might put one in Miami. You spread it out. You don't want to draw attention to one big bet. But this is Alabama baseball, and you're in Ohio, and somebody's betting a couple of times on Alabama baseball and Alabama to lose. Or maybe you're saying, hey, I'm betting on LSU to win. You get some inside information from the manager, reportedly. And then all of a sudden, they take it off the board. Yeah, Paul. So, yeah, the starting pitcher was supposedly scratched at the last minute, and a uh, sophomore who hadn't pitched in a month was a starter, which you know the, the books didn't know yet, so the lines wouldn't change. Mm. Two bets were made, both in Ohio and in Indiana. The Ohio Casino Control Commission was alerted by an ironically named company called the Las Vegas-based Integrity Company, uh, the U.S. Integrity, which works with two flag bets. Mm-hmm. They, they like when they when they see a bet that's off out of whack, where ten thousand dollars on college baseball does not happen on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, they start flagging places and trying to find out where they came from. And you always think, well, nobody's going to know. They're not going to notice this. This is what people do. They have to do this, and they have no problem pulling a game off the board. But I don't, you know, the first thing I thought were players involved. Because we've seen that where we've had point shaving where you, you can get to a basketball player. And, and that would be a game, you know, you're able to fix a game where you have one player who can help fix it. Boston College, you had a couple of players who were involved in it. And then you're trying to keep it within the spread with basketball. Baseball, now you're going to pull your starting pitcher kid who hadn't pitched now he's out there so you're betting on him not pitching well pete rose once told me years ago first time he ever admitted this is he bet on the reds to win every single night and people came to his defense like okay he's betting on his team yeah but you can manipulate the lineup when you do that and it didn't mean that he bet on the reds every single night to win he bet on the reds to win when he placed bets because I was told there were certain pitchers that he didn't bet, that his pitchers, that he was not betting on them to win. And then you might bring in your, you know, John Franco, your closer. You know, you got to have him come in again. Maybe he's pitching three consecutive days or something. But you manipulate the lineup there. But what happened with Alabama and LSU, there'll be more details, more fallout from this. Yes, Todd. Did Pete Rose have a bet on winning by a certain number of runs where they're up 6-2 and he starts pinch-hitting guys that have a better chance of making it 9-2 because he said that the Reds are going to win by a certain number of runs? It was just a straight win. I don't know. I only know what I was told. That but would I, probably raise a few flags if all of a sudden the eighth and ninth thing of a, a game that they're up, he's starting to pinch-hit guys that have a better chance of hitting. All right, thank you, Tom. Back to you. All right. Work on your poll questions. Yes, Paulie. One of the games, LSU won 8-6. to six. Alabama almost won it. Yeah. They also said that one of the red flags was that uh, one of the major sports books didn't take one bet on this game other than the bet in Ohio. In the entire country, no one bet on this game. I mean, college baseball does not get garner a lot of action day to day. And so, they again, they bet too much. They set off the red flags. But I don't know how much research you can do on Alabama baseball, any kind of college baseball, where you're going to go, you know, what's the line? 
uh, there you're you're getting one and a half runs or whatever it is. Basketball, college basketball. That's why a lot of a lot of the sharps will bet on games where you go. Really, you bet on Kansas State against Iowa State. It's because they get information about those games. And sometimes we only focus on the big games where you go, oh, you got that showdown on Saturday afternoon in the Big Ten or Gonzaga against UCLA. They'll focus on the games that you might not be focused on. All you want to do is win the bet. They, they don't. Now, some people have to have a bet on games that they watch. But if you're going to bet real money, the Sharps will go, hey, where's the place where I can make some money here? Legally. Yes, Pond. This coach was pretty successful. He'd been in Alabama since 2017. He was well above 500. He just signed a, a four-year contract mm-hmm. extension two summers ago. Mm-hmm. He was making. I mean, considering coaching college baseball is that's a nice gig. How much is he making? Uh, Do they have his salary there? I got to double check this. It says his base salary is two seventy-five. A, a, a different bonuses and fees that he did earn of over two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. That's pretty good coin for could, a baseball coach. Yeah, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, at five hundred thousand a year. Yeah, coaching the baseball. I mean, team. you're that, not living next to Saban, but you're no. in the in the area. You're you're Rancho Saban, as Fritzy would say. <laughs> you're in the neck of the woods. Yeah, it's the outskirts. Thank you, Todd. What a good gig. Yeah. Well, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. Uh, Todd, your other poll question that you were going to offer? Yeah, the last one was, where will you be for the Kentucky Derby? A sports bar glued to my set at home, which is not very nice. What are you doing today? I don't know. I shouldn't refer to glue. You just had horses who died know, at your chill down. beyond insensitive. That you'll be watching on at home. I should have said that. Church, no, no, no. You wanted to play I did want to play joke. on words. Yeah, I did. I did that. It was oh, insensitive. Please. So, okay. Sports bar glued to my set at home. Churchill Downs, baby. I'm at the track. How you like me now? You're actually going to be at Churchill Downs, which there will be some people there having a little mint julep with their crazy hat. Oh, there will hat. be people there? There will. Oh, there will be. Sipping mint juleps with wild hats. Okay. Yes, Paul. Would you rather have the ice cream sandwiches or have Fritzy calm down, if you can choose one? <laughs> I'd rather have Fritzy calm the down. The ice cream sandwiches are really good. <laughs> I, got, I got two and a half more hours Four here. different types of chip which I know. I know. Uh, what, are the poll que- what are the real poll questions that we're considering today, Seton? Well, I just threw up one. Well, sorry, I just threw up. Uh, <laughs> and then I put a poll question up. Uh, who needs to win more, the Lakers or the Sixers? Uh, um, so game time is there. Sixers won in Boston. So you come back home. I would say the Sixers do because I want to see if Embiid is going to be a factor here. And it, and if he is and he win this they win this game, then you know they have a great chance of winning this series, it feels like. I still feel like the Lakers will come home and they'll win game three. The Sixers, I'm not quite sure because Boston just played really, really well. And Embiid was not a factor, although he did get to play. Uh, So I'd I'd say the Sixers right now. I have a little more confidence in the Lakers, which is strange based off last night. And, you know, you start to look at the Anthony Davis, 11 games of 30 or more points, four games between 20 and 29, three games – 10 between 10 and 19 points, two games with one or, or nine points or less. Uh, so during the regular season, he had 20 games where he had at least 30 points. And then the follow-ups were he did have 11 games with at least 30, four games where he had between 20 and 29, three games with 10 to 19, 
two games between, uh, well, nine points or less. So he did average almost 28 points in games after scoring 30. It just felt like that Memphis series where it was really good and then really average, really good, really average. And then last night, really average. Yeah, Seaton. Right. If you look at the series against the Grizzlies, he had game one, 22 points, then 13, then 31, then 12, then 31, then 16. Now starting this series off, he had 30 points against the Warriors and then 11. It's it couldn't be more up and down. And he did have this to say after the loss last night. All the same shots I took in game one, you know, just missed them. Uh, we'll be better. Um, I'll be better, you know, making those shots. You know, we'll get back home on our home floor, on our home floor and uh, try to take care of business. All right. It would be interesting if he, he said, man, I don't know. I might be even worse when we get back home, game three. He just missed. He had shots, but Draymond Green did a great job. Whenever he put the ball on the floor, Draymond would tie him up a little bit there. Uh, he just never got in sync. Got it. There, there's, you know, Clay Thompson's the classic rhythm shooter. Get into the rhythm, look out. And that's the job of a defender is don't let them hit a couple in a row. Get them out of rhythm. And Draymond did a wonderful job last night, offensively and defensively. Yeah, Paul? I know that stat backs Anthony Davis, but there's just too many underwhelming games. I know the, the stat is nice. If you look at Giannis, I was looking at Giannis, he had four games this year with 20 points or less. Four. And one of them, he sat basically the second half because they had a big lead. Yeah. He doesn't. Great players don't have thirteen-point games, or you know, twelve and nine, or something like that. That's that's what average players do, and that's it's just they're too often those games show up. I'll bet you Jokic doesn't have a game under twenty and under ten, maybe a couple this whole season, maybe a couple. Yeah, it, it's the consistency. It's the when needed games. But I can't lose you on the floor. And I, I mentioned that there was a three-minute stretch where I'm watching, but I don't hear Anthony Davis's name. Like there, He's just not involved. And I, I need him to be involved because he was blocking shots in the Memphis series. We had like 26 block shots. You still need him at the other end as well. And it just feels like he, he starts to fade a little bit. And, you know, that doesn't happen with great players. Giannis doesn't do that. Embiid doesn't do that. Uh, Joker doesn't do that. You just can't fade. Uh, Steph doesn't do that. And it felt like that's what happened with Anthony Davis. And, and the reason why we mention him is because, and I think there's a universal opinion here, if the Lakers are going to win this series, it'll be because of Anthony Davis. As he goes, the Lakers go. He's the best player on their, on their team. It's just, I don't know if he realizes that sometimes. Or he's supposed to be the best player. And I know being with LeBron, you're never quite sure. Is he going to be, you know, taking threes? Uh, Is he going to be offensive LeBron? Uh, Is he going to be the facilitator? But he knows if you get Anthony Davis going, then Anthony Davis will be great at both ends. And it never happened last night. And maybe they weren't winning this game. If Anthony Davis, you know, gets 25 or 30. I mean, the over-under was, I think, 26 and a half because that's what his average was during the year after scoring at least 30 points, 26 and a half. Any other poll questions there, Seton, that we're considering? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're considering okay. a few. We have another one. Uh, uh-huh. This one's from Paulie. Who would you bet on to advance, Ooh. Lakers or the Warriors? Okay. Mm-hmm. If we had to bet. Yeah. All right. Yeah, if you had to bet on. I would bet on the Lakers. Yeah. You would? Yeah, yeah. To beat the Warriors? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
Yes, I would. That seems crazy right now. <laughs> but if the Lakers win game three. Oh, all bets are off. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> Actually, more bets would be in. <laughs> For you, yeah. What else do we have, Seton? Uh, we have, uh, this is another one from Paulie. Quarterback I would want on a two-year contract to lead my team. You know what? Let me save this one. Because I do want to talk about Lamar Jackson had a press conference and had some things to say, including what he uh, is hoping for this year, passing yards. We'll talk about that. Play of the Day is up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo! Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. If you're hearing this promo right now, it means you're listening to some other show. Uh, well, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah, get your priorities straight. Well, maybe, Tony, they listened to this week's episode already. I don't care. Listen to it again. Yeah, great point there, Tony. Anyway, you. so you listening out there, make sure and go do that and uh, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah. oh my God. The play, the play, is the play. of the day. Runner left side, got it! I'm going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. 
Check this out. Reeves throws ahead to James. Stolen by Curry. Curry picked it off. Waits for help. Now dribbles. Step back. Bounce pass to Thompson. Creating for a shot. It's good. A three ball for Clay Thompson. The Warriors are up one. Darvin Ham needs to talk it over. That's courtesy of the game. Warriors Radio Network. Play of the day. Clay Thompson finished with 30, including eight three-pointers. He has six playoff games with eight or more three-pointers, most in NBA history. That's your play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Everything earned doubled from trips and restaurants. See the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Celtics are two and a half point favorites tonight against the 76ers. Joel Embiid over under tonight. 25 and a half. The Nuggets, four-point underdogs against the Suns. Devin Booker over under 30 and a half. 28 and a half for KD. The Joker is 26 and a half, according to uh, DraftKings. And, you know, I've watched the Suns against the Nuggets, and I keep waiting for the Suns to maybe use somebody off their bench because Chris Paul is not going to be playing anytime soon. You know, this is their window of opportunity. They gave up a lot, but it's a flawed it's a flawed roster there because Chris Paul, he's injury prone now, and at that age, is no longer elite. Can be great in in periods, in spurts. Uh KD can still be great. Devin Booker is great. DeAndre Ayton is the one who's frustrating because you keep waiting for him to be some kind of imposing player there. And and go back to the previous owner, Robert Sarver. He wanted a local, so he could have taken Luca, could have taken a you know variety of players, but wanted DeAndre Ayton because he played at the University of Arizona. You know when owners do that, I'd go, it's so flawed. You know the Bears. Hey, you know what? You should take that guy. He went to Northwestern. No, no, no. Who cares if you if you win? That's all that matters. I don't care where you went to school. But like, we're going to take that guy because he went to this used to be the case with the uh, NBA where you had territorial drafts. That's how Oscar Robertson ended up with the Cincinnati Royals, because he went to the University of Cincinnati. Uh, So that that's where it's kind of interesting, where you got that guy and he was going to help you locally. Well, you don't need that anymore. Although LeBron growing up in Akron and playing for the Cavaliers certainly helped. But it was still LeBron. People were going to see LeBron no matter where he was from. It didn't matter. But watching that with DeAndre Ayton, you keep waiting for him to like get, get kick-started here, man. And, and there's some video that I saw where everybody's going for a rebound but him. He's watching his teammates struggle for a rebound. And I go... Look, 18 and 10 is nice, but I need to have maybe 24 and 12 or something. Give me something. You know, he's got talent, but I don't know if he loves playing basketball. It's weird. Patrick Beverly talked about this. He said, you probably have 50% of the players in the NBA who don't love playing basketball. Well, I mean, I don't know how he came up with you know those those numbers but you get paid you like being a star you're really good at it how many really love being in the in the gym you know they they love being in the lab i don't know but i think you have that in all sports some people are just really good at it and some have to 
have to really work at being really good at it. Yeah, Marv. And basketball is one of those sports where you see somebody that's tall. All right, he's 12 years old and he's 6'4". Get over here and play on this team. Yeah. Oh, but I really don't like – Get o- look what you can do for your family. <laughs> this is what this center is making. You could do this and, all right, come on, let's play. It feels like like Terrence Ross and T.J. Warren, you know, those aren't big names, but, you know, at some point, Cameron Payne, you're going to have to rely on these guys to do something for you because you need a little bit of depth here against Denver. But Denver is a four-point underdog, and the Celtics are favored by two and a half tonight against the uh, 76ers. Uh, Lamar Jackson met with the media, and he has a big goal this year. Man, I want to throw for like 6,000 yards with the weapons we have. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm, I'm not an individual award type of guy or a stat watcher. You know, I just want to do that, you know, because no one ever done it. And I feel like we have the weapons to do it. Okay. I, I think it's a throwaway line. I don't know if he realizes, you know, I think the most is what, almost 5,500. That was Peyton. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson's best year, he threw for 3,100 yards. That's when he won the MVP. You throw for 36 touchdowns and six interceptions. That's what I want. Because although the better at passing, the better he'll be at running. And the better at running, you know, the better he'll be at passing because the defense doesn't know what's happening. But I don't want him being one-dimensional throwing for 6,000 yards or 5,500 yards or 5,000. I want you running. Remember when Cam Newton was trying to be a passer and we went, no, keep running, Cam. This is not why we brought you in. Keep running. Yes, Eaton. That's the, like, catch-22 of it, though, right? It's like, hey, if he's going to keep running like that, his career is over. But don't start throwing. Just keep running. I think he needs to run smarter. There's nothing wrong with, you know, seven yards instead of trying to make it 10 or 12. And 27 feels a lot cooler. (laughs) It does. (laughs) It does. But I think running smarter. uh, But I think, you know, the more dangerous he is as a passer opens up those running lanes and vice versa here. And he does. Okay, he's got a really good tight end. I love Zay Flowers, but he's a rookie. Uh, OBJ, I don't know. Bateman, I don't know. Nelson Aguilar, I don't know. It sounds impressive. It's like, all right, you know his receivers. But he really just has a great tight end. Bateman, we're waiting uh, OBJ coming off a couple of knee surgeries there. The the potential, the possibility is a whole lot of fun. But uh, if he throws for 4,500 yards, I'll be shocked. If he throws for 4,000, I'll be shocked. Because I'd like for him to run for 900 and throw for 3,100. I'd be fine with that. Here's the other thing. You can throw for a lot of yards I want to, are you scoring touchdowns? What's your record? Are you losing? Because it's, you know, it's hit or miss. Jameis Winston threw for 5,100 yards in 2019. They went seven and nine. Drew Brees, 5,200 yards in 2016, seven and nine. Drew Brees led the NFL in passing in 2015, 4,800 yards. They went seven and nine. Drew Brees in 2012, 5,100 yards. They went seven and nine. Deshaun Watson threw for 4,800 yards in 2020. 
four and twelve. Ben Roethlisberger led the league in 2018, 5,100 yards. They went nine, six, and one. You're not guaranteed. I mean, Mahomes led the league and they went 14 and three. Tom Brady in 2021, 5,300 yards, 13 and four. So you do have it, but it's hit or miss there. Peyton Manning, 5,400 yards. They went 13 and three. But I like the confidence with Lamar. I like the new uh, hairdo as well. I mean, it was flowing. He had his, it, it, it was it was Fallout Boy. I mean, he had the uh, and the hair just kind of falling, curling, what with cascading. I think with what the uh, hair looked like. I I gave you musical reference, Fallout Boy. Just letting you guys know there. See, going down, down, and <laughs> I was I was actually letting Todd jump in because he likes. I don't to think sing, he knows Fallout Boy. I know Fallout Boy very well. You do. I'll be number one in a bullet. <laughs> Cock it and pull it. <laughs> Cock it and pull it. No, course, you got a complex. Cock it and pull it. Of course, you know centuries that lyric. Centuries and centuries. Yes. It's number one with a bullet. Yeah, it's okay. It's a loaded God complex. It's okay. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah I'm pulling. Yeah. <laughs> Lamar Jackson in his first five years, 4,400 yards rushing. Saquon Barkley in his first five years, 4,200 yards mm, rushing. Better running back. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. She wants to dance like Uma Thurman. Check in with Mike Tirico at the <laughs> Kentucky Derby coming up next hour. Yikes. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 